Hello and welcome to the Alternative Living Podcast. We're B and Theo and together we are the Indie Projects. We travel full-time meeting interesting people who've handcrafted alternative homes and lifestyles. So thanks for joining us and let's get to it. Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new podcast. We are currently in our podcast studio. You guys might know by now but it's our caravan on our land here in Portugal. That we did actually film a renovation of. Sorry if you feel like we're repeating ourselves. If, if this is you new, <laughs> I'll just trip over my own tongue there. If you're new to the podcast, we renovated this caravan. For one of the purposes for it was so it could become our podcasting studio, but it's also a place for guests to stay. Family and friends In to fact, come we, we visit. Did, we did just have family here. Um, they did, yeah. We had my sister, brother-in-law and my niece. Yeah, it was really lovely to see them, show them around and just kind of explore areas we've been to before with family it always is just feels like a new experience but before we go any further first I'd like to say this is the alternative living podcast thank you for joining us I'm B I'm Thea and together we are the indie projects and we always leave Gingy Bear Gingy Bear is our cat <laughs> and she travels everywhere with us so when we're living on the land she's living on the land roaming hunting doing what she does best and when we're travelling in our van, she comes along with us as well. Yep. So proper adventure cat. We have videos all about our I was cat say, and how we travel. If you're curious about van life with a cat, we do have a video about that as well. Actually, do comment wherever you see this if you want to know more about maybe if we could do a podcast about cat life. I don't know. Would you want to see that? <laughs> Listen to that. There's Let a new hashtag know. for you. Cat life. Cat life. I mean, they just have the most amazing lives, do you not think? <laughs> they do. Pretty um, much wake up go roaming, <laughs> do what they want. I, d- I forgot what they even do because they, they don't eat, even do much. They eat, they sleep, they kill. Yeah. They, they have the best life for a cat. I mean, I wouldn't want to kill, but <laughs> that went dark really yeah. fast. Um, but before we go any further, I would like to say a big thank you to all of our patrons who are our sponsors yeah. for the Alternative Living podcast. They make it possible. Big up our patrons every day. Like amazing people here always here to support us and we have so much good conversation on there we post early videos on there and there's loads of other benefits as well so if you are interested in supporting us and keeping us on the road and traveling then please go across to our patreon and check it out it starts at just a dollar yeah check it out i mean we'll never stop doing videos we want to do them for as long as we can but basically if you're a patron you just get access to even more so it's totally up to you and we do have a really good community over on there now then today's topic i'm really into this and i don't know whether that's because i'm a woman uh i feel like i get a lot of women asking me this question I, on my personal instagram i get people asking me questions about this as well so i thought it'd be a really good idea to do a dedicated podcast all about well I was going to call it being a couple in a van but actually it applies to a, being a couple in a small space you are so, right though I've never had a male contact me and be like oh how do you get on with B like it's not something that I've ever been asked but you on the other hand you've been asked you know how how do you cope how do you deal with it and I don't know if that's because the male partner's usually harder to live with. <laughs> so the males aren't really uh, reaching out and I, asking, how, how can I deal with my wife? I personally think that it's actually women are a lot more open about 
emotions and relationships than men are um so but that's not to say that men don't have the same feelings as women do in terms of relationships so i'm curious how today's discussion is gonna go so just to give you a little bit of background we've been together since we were 16 years old we met in 2005 and uh, we've basically been inseparable ever since we (laughs) it's kind of crazy but the first four years of our relationship we never had a night apart we shared a single bed uh, that was tough. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of people can't get their heads around that. You shared a single bed, like, where did you sleep? And yeah, it was tight. Spinning is the only way to survive in a single bed. There, w- there wasn't room for a double bed at no, the time no, in, there wasn't. in the house that no, we were living in. It was no. just a, a single room with a single bed. We made it work. But anyway, so we know each other very well, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to get on well in a small space or being with each other all the time. So when we first actually went into being together 24-7, like literally 24-7, that was 2014 in the T4. Because originally, even though we were inseparable and we'd spend a lot of time together, we still had our jobs and we'd go off and we'd we wouldn't spend all day, every day together, but exactly. we would spend every night together. Exactly. So now it's changed a lot because obviously our life is our job and our job is our life and everything just crosses over. And obviously we're, I guess, business partners and, you know, we run this together. And sometimes it can be tricky when you're living and working and there's no separation from work and play. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I think it's really interesting because we went into being together 24-7 in a really small space, a VWT4, just to give you some Mm. background information on it. We couldn't stand up in ours. Um, We had a a bed that turned into a sofa during the day Um, and we had the swivel seats at the front. Well, one swivel seat. So it was a very compact space. But to be fair, I don't feel like we ever really consciously thought about how we would deal with being in a small space i think we kind of naturally created these little boundaries spaces hobbies yeah to allow us to um have space away from each other i think when but we not first upset each other when we first started on our adventures in the t4 we we didn't have all of this information that you have now so we wasn't really searching youtube and trying to figure out questions that we had we just kind of were so excited to get on the road and to travel that we didn't think like oh it is a small space and how will we cope together we just went and did it and it worked out it did work out so I thought I'd talk about some of the things that we subconsciously found ourselves doing that actually did allow us to have our own space and time away from each other even when we were actually still in the same space as crazy as that sounds so Theo how did you what did you do (laughs) So I really got into my photography. I was already into photography, obviously. My job was a filmmaker, so they kind of cross over a lot, as I've mentioned in previous videos. But when you're in beautiful places, I really got into landscape photography, especially when we were in Scandinavia. So I'd be getting up for sunrise and going out, photographing and spend a few hours away from the van. And that kind of gave you time to yourself. And also, I'd photograph sunset, sunrise. So I was in bed. <laughs> so I guess you'd get a lion and to yourself. And 
on the evenings I'd be off as well photographing so you'd have another couple of hours to read a book or do whatever you like exactly and for me the it's not a hobby I don't really I don't know if it's a hobby but I read an awful lot and I still do like reading definitely a hobby hobby? it's my favorite hobby I absolutely love reading and before we went into the van I just did not have time to read I couldn't find the time to read So when we went in the van, I had my Kindle and just downloaded loads of free books. I remember I also downloaded the entire collection of Game of Thrones. So I had loads of books to read. Can you imagine people in the 80s before the Kindle was a thing? How many books they must travel with? Well, I think I took... That's probably why they all drove like seven and a half ton vehicles (laughs) just so they could lug their books around. I think I had about five physical books with me and I did pick up books along the way as well. So they would take up space, but also I had to be really conscious of the fact that we didn't have a lot of space. So that's why I tried to heavily use my Kindle because it was tiny. It's like the size of a notebook. It would fit in my bag. And reading is a really great way to kind of immerse yourself in another world Mm. and detach yourself from wherever you are. So for me, even though if we were in the exact same space, I was off in my own world. And we didn't. I didn't personally read to get away from Theo. I just read because I like reading. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very different when it comes to that. I've never actually read a book. I find it really difficult to read. I can read to a, to a good standard, but I'm really dyslexic. So reading books is not really my thing. I'm much more of like a visual person. Uh, whereas you, you are a visual person, but also books are everything to they you. They are, I absolutely like you love You love reading. to just get lost in yeah. a world of a book. I do. So those are our things that we do separately mainly. We didn't really have areas of the van because it was so small where we would just separate ourselves. Um, but that actually is interesting to talk about because in our bigger van, we've kind of naturally gravitated to having our own spaces in our bigger van, even though it's not that much bigger it has allowed us to kind of have our own rooms. And it's, in, it's, and it's interesting it like as that. well, like we didn't have a discussion about whose would be what area. We just lived in the van and over time you just find your space. It's exactly the same on the land. You find the areas that you gravitate to more and I might like one area and B might like another area or we might like the same area. It's just it's just naturally a thing. It will just happen. I think if you put too much into it and too much thought into it and say, okay, the bed is your area and the sofa is my area. Well, that just happened for us. (laughs) And the bed is kind of like the area where I hang out and do all the editing and stuff like that. And you're more happy sitting on the sofa and and Mm -hmm. using that. And obviously... Mm -hmm. There's times where we both sit on the sofa and stuff and like that. we both sit on the bed. That's exactly. where we'll sit to watch Netflix documentaries. <laughs> exactly. So I think you can't think overthink these things no. because it could really create a weird barrier. We actually know uh, a couple, don't we, who they're actually on YouTube. And when we met up with them, they, they really had a physical barrier. So she would go to like the front of the van and put something like a screen across and I'm, I don't really think personally I'm into that like I think as soon as you start screening off such a small area mm-hmm. then it becomes even more small and I think luckily we get on with each other well enough that we're happy to look at each other still <laughs> I suppose but it's each to their own yeah, like exactly. whatever works for you 
then go for it. If if screening off the front of the van works for you and and that helps you get through and uh, makes you have your space, then by all means do it. Exactly. Those are the things that work for you. So that's what's important. And then also it's not just about being alone activities together can really change things as well me and theo weren't really avid hikers before we moved into a van five years ago i mean we did the odd walk but not like actual hiking and again scandinavia opened up so many opportunities for us it did i think we that's why i'm so excited to go back this summer because i think that's to me scandinavia is where it all became like all become like <laughs> you know it was um, it was amazing it opened our eyes to beautiful scenery we, we'd did. seen a lot of the world well we'd still seen a lot of the world already i didn't uh, realize europe had such majestic scenery as naive and stupid as that sounds but i think traveling in a van opens your mind a lot more and for me it, it's where the indie projects was born i think Mm -hmm. that's where that's where it did become we came to a lot of realizations there hiking did become a big passion of ours and that brought us together in the outdoors but also allowed us to have our own space whilst we were still together so theo would still be doing photography i'd be just like looking at nature because i absolutely love nature (laughs) i mean back in the day when i was younger i had friends who would go off walking in the hills on the weekends and i'd be like what are they doing like (laughs) that's so weird like imagine walking and you're gonna get like blisters and it's gonna hurt your feet and stuff but I have actually always loved the outdoors but the walking side of it for me just never really appealed at all and then we did the Kungsleden or we we did the hikes in Norway and that kind of opened our minds again to actually yeah I can see why they do this yeah and then we were like right we're gonna go all the way and do a massive 440 kilometer hike yeah. through arctic sweden and just get stuck in actually that was a real that one i'll just quickly dip into that as well like being in a couple in that situation was there was some really hard times like theo had an ear infection i had my hip tendonitis flare up incredibly bad you had blisters there was pain there was having to stop and film i have when got it's f- really windy and rainy and you're just like Should we we insert a photo of my feet (laughs) right now? So, (laughs) okay, uh, just a bit of a warning for you before it comes up. If you're squeamish, look away. But yeah, my feet were in a fairly bad state. I went through a huge amount of blister plasters. Yes, you did. I think we spent about £30 on blister plasters. But um, yeah, that's because nothing's cheap in Sweden. And when you're buying blister plasters in a remote shop in the middle of nowhere, it's going to cost even more. But they were worth it because they did actually really help. I think the amount I spent on blister plasters, I probably could have afforded a small cabin in the north somewhere in Sweden. (laughs) But you might be listening to this podcast and being like, "Okay, that's great. You've discussed how you cope together, but you sound far too perfect. Do you not argue? We definitely do argue. Of I course, think yeah. everybody has arguments. If you're in a relationship and you don't argue, that's some kind of craziness, I personally think, because Witchcraft. no two people can constantly agree on the same things. You are going to get irritated by them. And also, as a woman, there's different times of the month. Sometimes the PMS just gets so much, and it's like, can you stop? 
pressing the keys on your keyboard like that. (laughs) I think the best thing to do when you're having an argument or when one of you is just completely losing the plot, the other one's got to stay cool-headed. That's what we've always said. If one of us is going for it, the other one's just not got to rise to the bait. And then when you both do, you're screwed. We've not always been like that when we've had arguments in the past. But I think that's something we learned to deal with in the van is if someone's having a meltdown or someone's having a big, you know, like if we're having an argument, then one of you just has to kind of see the re- see reason and, mm-hmm. and kind of sort it out as quickly as possible because you don't want to be living in a space with someone who you're arguing with and you don't want that to last. No. You know, I guess in a house you can go slam the door and go into another room and, you know, not see each other for a, a day. Whereas in, the, in a van, unless you're like that, van life person (laughs) put your screen across (laughs) you have to live with each other and and it's better just to sort out the problems Mm -hmm. as soon as they arise and not let them linger and just talk about them yeah you've got to communicate communication is key wherever you are whether you're living in a house or a small space you've got to communicate with each other because some people are just really bad at expressing how they feel or they haven't even realized that actually it's that that's really irritating me or just whatever you've just got to communicate especially when you're in a small space and you've got to remember to respect each other as well because everybody's different and everybody reacts differently to the same situation yeah and we definitely do certain things like i will get really worked up about something like sometimes if we're going to a wild camping spot you'll think it's totally fine and i'll just be like i just don't have a good feeling about this and if it's one of those times where it's getting quite late in the day and you're like i need to stop yeah yeah, the I just wild, want to stop here. The wild but... camping thing, we kind of say if one of us isn't feeling it or you have a funny gut feeling that it's not right, then it's not worth it. Just move on because you won't be comfortable. But you are amazing at adapting to wild camping spots and, and we pretty much stay anywhere. We've stayed pretty I, much I just, anywhere. I just pushed the boundaries a little bit where I'd probably stay on a police forecourt or something like that I'm, I'm i'm not bothered at all but theo's very very good at just being like you know what whatever whereas for me that was one of the main reasons why initially all those years ago when you wanted to move into a van and go traveling i was just like no way like the stress of having to li- uh, stay places where i you know is it illegal to stay here i don't want to stay there that's going to make me feel really stressed out but it's actually like you know what you've just got to do things yeah. in life that make you uncomfortable and now you're so laid back. and then you will know yeah. whether you actually like it or not yeah. It's so true. If you don't push yourself past your comfort zone in certain things, you will never know what you're actually capable of. And like in terms of like wild camping and campsites and stuff like that, I think the first year of travel, we stayed in like five five campsites the mm-hmm. whole time because we had a flat battery or we couldn't find water anywhere. It was never because we were scared to wild camp. Wild camping is incredibly easy it's all in your mind where you think that maybe it's not you know it's not acceptable or someone might knock day, on the door yeah. or something you're and in a vehicle vehicles can park pretty much anywhere so and I, I just think <laughs> it's like, only one night you know as human beings like would you go and knock on someone's door and ask them to move on probably not maybe you're a ballsy person who's willing to do that but I think 95% of people won't go and just knock on a random van and and start an argument. So we have never had anyone, not one person, 
knock on the door and move us on. No. Apart from the police. We've had people knock on the door for a chat. Yeah, exactly. Never to yeah. move us on. So that's been nice. I've just realised we went on a massive tangent there. What the hell has that got to do with being a couple in a van? <laughs> oh, it's all to do with that gut feeling. And yeah, if someone's comfortable, if yeah. someone's not comfortable, then move on. It's not worth it. It's not worth your relationship. Oh, also... That's another thing to talk about. Being a couple in a van or a small space, roles really play a part. We subconsciously, is that the word, fell into roles mm. in the van. Um, Theo does most of the driving, filling up on fuel, mechanical stuff, you know, all that boring stuff that I just <laughs> literally don't care about. Whereas I do most of the cooking because I enjoy cooking and Theo's a terrible cook. <laughs> Um, and I will do the tidying because he doesn't tidy to my standard. See, no matter how much I tell him, he will never tidy to my standard. I'm only a terrible standard. cook because I don't want to cook. <laughs> well, the truth's out now. So let's give you some cooking uh, lessons. I would. I think I'd be a good cook. You can uh, make a good fried egg. It's just, you know, when there's something where you, you purely do not enjoy it. And it's like, is it worth going through stressing yourself out cooking when you actually hate it <laughs> when b's an amazing cook like literally some of the meals far. no you are some of the meals you make are incredible and yeah it's like <laughs> i think it's like with anything like if you run a business and you have staff then you play on their strengths you don't go You're calling me staff. No, but like we're we're business partners. I know, like I know. so essentially you play on each other's strengths. So mm-hmm. it's very similar, like we're running a business, like you don't go, Oh, Jimmy's amazing at um uh, I don't know, like uh stats and maths and stuff like that. You don't go, Okay, we're gonna make him clean the office. You know, it's you use people's strengths to your advantage to make your life easier. So that's exactly what we do. Actually, yeah, that's interesting because that also does flow onto our business working relationship as well. So as Theo mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we are the indie projects together, which over the years has morphed into our way of making an income. That's This is what we do full time. It's absolutely amazing. And we naturally fell into these roles together working together yeah and i think it is it's definitely harder for you because i don't really have about any boundaries in terms of work so i just work Theo and like i'd work 24 7 if he could so look when he's ill i'm like you need a day's rest no 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 there's stuff i could be doing <laughs> just calm down you're gonna make yourself even worse and then you're gonna be off even longer yeah so rest and time off is important and and that's something where we're still not perfect at it, at it, mm-hmm. but we are working through them problems and and maybe it's not good for me to say we need to be working seven days a week, 12 hours a day. That's not good. That's not healthy. So right now we're trying to schedule time into the week where we feel comfortable that we've we've got time off and we don't feel guilty about it Mm -hmm. i will never feel guilty (laughs) no that's a lie actually no i will because at the end of the day when it comes to working for yourself if you don't do it it's not going to get done yeah no one else is going to build up and then you're going to get stressed and you will feel guilty because you've just made your own life harder yeah for being lazy so I think, yeah, days off is important, especially for the relationship so you don't tie yourself out, get run down. That's exactly why we went down to one video a week while we were on the land because 
well, we did do the daily vlog uh, for a month. Coming up to Christmas. But that, before that... That was good fun. Uh, we've been doing two videos a week for years. Yeah, and it's a long time. It's a lot of work. And one video a week is still a lot of work. When you're trying to build a whole environment on our land in Portugal, you know, we've got so many jobs that we need to do every day outside of YouTube and outside of you know, speaking to companies, organizing brand deals, replying to emails from you guys, like there's always stuff to be done. But when you're trying to build, physically build things, that takes away from your time that you can be putting into the to the YouTube channel and stuff like that. So I think one video a week was important for us to have that little bit of extra time it wasn't time off. It was just time to do other things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to build our toilet, toilet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're building a caravan shelter right now. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these different things and the infrastructure of the land. And then also we've got to work around the weather because Portugal's rainy seasons come really late this year. We were anticipating it to be in February. Uh, it's only kind of just come in April. Literally, we had no rain for the whole of the winter and now we're outside building stuff and we need to leave the land. Um, the rain has come. Oh, that's actually probably a good thing to talk about. But the rain's important. Theo accidentally... Well, it wasn't accidentally. He, he kind of mentioned yesterday in an Instagram live that we were doing that we are actually heading back to the UK. And we I are. don't know when this podcast is coming out, but it'll probably come out when we're in the UK. Yeah, so that, um, that really wasn't the plan. It was not the plan at all to head back to the UK. We were going from our land and we were going to head straight to the north, basically, to Scandinavia and things have changed a big project's come in and we're really excited to you know do this big project and we can't say anything about this big project so it's kind of like should we have even said anything but, but i people slipped will see people well, were anyway. asking but we're coming back to the uk and we're going to get some uh bits and pieces finished on the van and then we're going to film a van tour and then basically finally <laughs> we will be heading to scandinavia but we're just going to, I think we're going to be about a month behind yeah, on going to probably. Scandinavia because of said project. So stay tuned. It's going to be amazing. It's it is be really good exciting fun. and I can't wait to share it with you all. So, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be brilliant. But it does mean that our plans have slightly changed. So we're trying to work on that as well. But we're still going to, like, it's only, it's only, I don't know how long it's going to be, but let's say a month. That means that for you guys nothing's really going to change because uh the videos that we filmed on the land and stuff like that are going to be coming out uh in that time and then we'll be heading to Scandinavia and nothing will really change for you guys so in terms of the filming of the videos they might come out a few weeks later but it, it's going to happen and the Scandinavian project that we're doing is going to be so good like I'm so excited to go back to where it all be, like where it all started and just explore go hiking you know take Gingy Bear with us she's she's gonna see some mad exciting sights it's gonna be amazing to have Gingy Bear with us in Scandinavia I can't wait to show her the real mountains <laughs> so yeah I hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, all about you know couples and 
how how we get on and living on the land, living in a van, living in a small space, because it is important. It's a really important topic. And it's one that you get a lot of questions about and mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And that I find that really interesting. Yeah, that is definitely very interesting. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And the next one, who knows what the next topic's going to be, but it'll be something that you guys have requested. So People keep sending us ideas, which yeah. is really good. If you've got any ideas for topics, leave them in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already. Yeah, so when we say subscribe, it depends where you're listening to. If you're on iTunes, subscribe on there. Spotify, subscribe on there. Or YouTube, subscribe on there. And hit that notification button as well because people have been saying that notifications have changed for them and they're not getting notified about our videos. So do make sure that it's on. That bell is tapped. Click the bell. (laughs) Anyway, take it easy, guys, and we'll see you on the next video.